Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, Kules. Welcome to the Barca Talk Cafe. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in Madrid, Spain. And every Friday, Mariana Guzman of Conexión Deportiva on the other end of Barca podcast joins me from Barcelona as we talk the latest FC Barcelona and football from Spain. Mariana, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Hello. I am still happy. I am glowing. I am walking on clouds <laughs> after yesterday match. I mean, I I can't still believe it. It, it was amazing. So yes. I'm happy. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to obviously that's going to be the biggest topic we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, I have a serious question to ask you, Mariana. I know that your husband is Italian. Is he okay that Italy did not qualify for the World Cup for the second straight time? Que, que, que. Wow, wow, wow. He's not okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely not okay. I mean, he was so furious and so he is like so upset about this. And I made a mistake. Gabriel, I was like pretending like an, an hour later, like nothing happened. And he's like, are you acting like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I was like, we should do this on the week. And I was like, really, really so serious. I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, are you kidding me? I was like, whoa. So it was like a two day thing. Like he was really in, on his own thoughts about <laughs> Italy but this weekend he's still not okay about it but if we don't talk about it then it's like we're pretending we're having a normal life <laughs> <laughs> but man he was out of his mind he was really 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 upset about this so and it's like you said it's like the second World Cup straight so it's like We've, we've been through this before, and it's incredible. It's so, it's so weird. I mean, I cannot even believe weird. it. Yeah. I mean, especially from the summer winning the European Championship, you know, the European Tournament, and then not being able to beat North Macedonia. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, it's incredible. Real. And the other thing, too, I would say the other surprise for me is Colombia and what happened in Colombia because Peru – uh, advanced through and now it's it's crazy like how that all works out right I mean the World Cup qualifying is one of those things where it takes a long time 
you have to win your home games and you just can't leave anything to chance because Colombia for me is another surprise but more Italy obviously because of their performance in the summer with the European but man it's just it's crazy right it's 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 insane how this works out it's it's really insane and yes Colombia is is a surprise but definitely nothing is as surprising as Italy out again <laughs> yeah 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 all right Mariana let's get into this now I want to go point by point by this because I have a lot of questions nice. about yesterday's match and I want to hit those points but before I have to say yesterday was one of those days as a coolé that I was one of the most proud of these days because not only was it a special moment because of the celebration and the party that it was for the women's team but also to be on the forefront and as we've been talking about you know I feel like I You know, as part of this podcast, I've really tried to include the women in the last couple of years because when I went to go see them in person, it really opened my eyes of how good this team could be. And I thought yesterday was one of the culmination or the, the, the total of all this celebration and planning to do this. And I have to say, I was so proud of the club yesterday, the way they did it. And obviously, you went to the match. It was awesome that you shared the videos. Let's start off with first question. How did you get the tickets? Because we were talking and you weren't <laughs> yeah. sure if you were going to be able to go. So let's go from there before we get to the stadium. Let's say, how were you able to get tickets? Because, yeah, you, you weren't sure with your work schedule. Because like we talk about, the 6.45 kickoff time is very difficult here in Spain to get to the stadium. So how did you get tickets? How were you able to go to the match yesterday? I mean, it was incredible incredible first of all we ask for the credential but there's a reality if you don't go every match they don't they don't do that i mean i i have a credential always for barcelona for 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 the male team because i go there every game and of course i don't go every uh, match for for femini so they were like i'm sorry we are full i mean so the reality I, I didn't have my press credential. So it's like, well, um, I'm not going to go as press. Then uh, that was the time that, that we talked about the time. I was like, okay, and now I cannot go even as a fan because it, 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 it can, you know, for my, for my work schedule. But then, Gabriel, something inside me happened. And I was like, you know what? I need to go. So I am calling my work. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not going to work, <laughs> first of all. And then um, I start to write to, uh, to send messages to my journalist friends. And I was like, hey, do you have any tickets? I want to go. But of course, yesterday they were all, they were sold out. And they were like, no, so sorry, we don't have any. And I was like, man, I was like, I'm going there. I was so sure that I was going there. So all of a sudden, like, I received this DM. And was like, oh, uh, this this girl who she's from Mexico and she is here only for, she was here only for the match. And she's like, okay, she has two tickets, two socios. They were able to go. And they were like, okay, you should have it because we're not going to go. And she was like, hello, yes, I have the tickets. I was like, where are you staying in Barcelona? I'm going to your hotel right now. And she was like, no, no, don't worry. I'll email the tickets to you. And in five minutes, I was like, 
oh my god but when i when i received the tickets like i didn't check like where am i where am i sitting anything i was like mm, we'll see i wasn't having like expectations and when i arrived at the camp now and it started to walk i was like it's closer it's closer it's closer it's closer i was like i cannot believe i am so close in my entire life i have never been that close to to the field and it was amazing i mean it's like so incredible like yesterday i have I didn't have any tickets and now I'm here so close to the girls, so close to the mood. I, I was part of the mosaico <laughs> and it was amazing. So my, so the thing is, I, I said in my word, like, I'm not going to go. <laughs> I have personal errands to do. And I don't know if you know, but here in Spain, we have three days. I don't know, it's a year thing, but it's like three days where you can say you need to take care of personal things. And they can't ask you, like, what are you going to do? No, because it's personal. So it's like, I have a personal thing tomorrow. <laughs> so that was my personal thing. <laughs> nice. Very nice. That's really great. So the power of social media, getting the DM from someone. And then obviously it worked out even better because you got great seats in the stadium, obviously, like you said. Now let's talk about the pre-party because obviously uh, I was working from home yesterday, so I was able to really uh, turn on the pre-game and really absorb all the pre-party and so forth. How was it going to the stadium? Was it did it feel like a classico, like as a as a men's classico, or was it more about a huge celebration? Because how Barcelona has already performed in the first Ida, basically, this was kind of like more already knowing that Barcelona were going to advance and this is kind of like the culmination or the the party of the year essentially is that how it felt more as opposed to like a serious football match no I mean people it, it was like a serious football match but people were like so so happy that they're at the cab no watching the feminine so it's like um, I did. I, I I had like the old fun experience. I am really used to to be as to see to enter to the stadium as press. So it's like I don't do line, you know. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, I get my credential. Like, but yesterday I was like. I don't know, like 30 minutes in line. I was like, oh, people were like, Ooh, crazy. Um, and people were, were really, really excited. I mean, from the very beginning, you are close to the stadium. You can feel it. It was something in the air, you know. And as, food, as female football is different from male football, the energy there yesterday was really different. I mean, in my three years uh, working with um, with with how with como prensa, working as a journalist uh, with Conexión Deportiva, I have never experienced something like that. It's like magic. It was a magic connection between the fans and with the female team. So I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I, I imagine that you, of course, saw the, how they receive the, the players. I mean, on the bus and people were like really 
really aware that something important was happening. You know, we all knew that we we're gonna have this record, this world record. So I don't know, from 5 p.m., you were like, okay, something glorious is about to happen here. Yeah, I think that's a very good point that you said there's like this unique connection that's different from the men's team, right? And I think a lot has to do with the access that you can get normally with the women's team. When you go to the Cruyff Stadium, you know, you're closer, you feel that, right? And I also think, you know, obviously the price of the ticket was lower than it was for a men's team yesterday. I mean, it was, you know, like you said, it was sold out. But at the same time, when the tickets were on sale, they weren't overly expensive. And I think this gave a I was talking to this with my father last night about this. It gave fans who normally may not be able to go to the men's side to go to the Camp No and witness something amazing, right? To be really connected to the team uh, like never before. And I thought that was really key because, again, Mariana, last night, Barcelona made more than 1 million euros in the match, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I'm not sure about it because as because socios, they, they had the ticket for free. Uh, okay. For example, okay. for example my, the ticket, my ticket was free. It was like okay. zero euros. So, okay. And, of course, a lot of our socios yesterday. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good to know. That's good to know. Because, you know, I thought for sure that everyone had to pay at least something. And that's the thing is that I think this shows, you know, uh, that there is an audience, obviously, for this team. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because uh, we got a question about this from Barca Mama about... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Does this show that the women can play in the camp now more often? And I say yes. I just don't know what that number is. I don't know if it's just for major matches because it would be very difficult to play, obviously, every weekend alternating with the men. But I still think there's an opportunity there to really use the women's game to really branch out and to connect with newer fans, younger fans, women, girls. I mean, that was the big thing yesterday with the pregame yesterday, Mariana, was – the idea that little girls in the stands were going to be able to see female athletes, female football players, and say, I want to do this in the future. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, I mean, uh, we talk about this in, in Conexión Deportiva. I, uh, football, uh, female football has existed for a lot of time. Actually, like 50, 50 years ago, there was a a football match with 6,000 persons. I mean, and it was incredible. And the thing is that nobody knew about this, you know, and that's the difference. You need to um, make this girl visible, you know, like they are here, they can play. And I think Camp Nou is a wonderful stage for that. So, of course, that, I mean, this is not going to happen every time they play, a lot of things were involved. It was Champions League. It was like this first match there because they play against Espanol, but they weren't open to the public. So there were a lot of things. But what proved yesterday was people care and people like 
the team and people are interested in female football. So basically we just need to see more of that. People there, even on the internet broadcasting, like a million persons were were in in what were there. So um it's a work. It's a work that Barcelona, that the entire Federación should do. No, because we need to understand that today the football, the female football in Spain is not professional. They're working yeah, towards sure. that. I mean, some girls, they two two years ago, they were they didn't even have like a, a salary, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, they earn, of course, this is not about uh, Barcelona or Madrid, but I, I can say Rayo Vallecano, for example, they win like a, a, a thousand euros. Yeah. For a month. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's complicated, you know. It's it's really complicated. So, there's a lot of work to do. I'm really happy that Barcelona is is a leader in this sense. But, I mean, La Liga. Because, wh why do I say this? Because we, if we want to see um, FC, the female team in Camp Nou, we want to see... Uh, a cool match you know yeah. it's like we don't want to see any match so that's why it's so important that the other teams can level up yeah i think that's a good point i think if la liga can help drive this further then that's really going to elevate the play the salaries the conditions and everything before we get into quickly just the resume of the match as a woman you know how did this make you feel does this I know, like you said, there's a long way to go and everything, but as a woman seeing this yesterday, did you ever think that you would ever see something like this in your career? No, I mean, and I didn't think that I saw something like this six months ago. I mean, it, it's crazy. And in a moment when, I mean, because yesterday, the, I don't know how you say mosaico. I, I, I'm not sure how to say it. The same, the same mosaic. Mosaic. Yeah. I mean, I I have never I have never in my entire life been in a game where the mosaic was like three or four times. I mean, it was incredible. People were singing. People were with the flashlights. It was incredible. And I was like, in a moment, I was like, I want to cry. <laughs> I was with my husband. It was like, I'm about to cry. And he was like, what? Why? Because this is really incredible. The energy, all these, all these people so connected with their team, with these girls. I mean, it was, it was surreal, you know. So to me, it was a wonderful surprise. It was a wonderful surprise. Of course, I know that these girls are amazing. But seeing them on the Camp Nou, and, and it was amazing. And Real Madrid girls... I should say they did a, a good a good job yesterday because the first half, I mean, they were like, okay, we're here and we're playing, and it's diff it's so difficult to be face to face with uh, with Barcelona. So in when it was the penalty, people were like booing really intense, <laughs> you know, and the girl was like, mm -mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. So no, any of this girl. Any person in the world only hurts. Only those girls yesterday know what it is to play in front of that amount of people. So, yeah. I mean, 
even that Real Madrid didn't win, they win in a way because they had the most incredible experience ever. So to me, it was wow. This is this is different, and you can see like um, fans, Madrid fans with the T-shirt, and nobody was like doing anything. They even like family. One of the families of uh, Madrid player did a photo with Alexia Putellas. I mean, it's it's different. You you feel it differently. So so, I mean, I'm still like so happy about yesterday i woke up today in such a good mood and <laughs> yesterday i wasn't able to go to sleep because everything was there on my mind over and over and it was like i cannot believe i'm i'm here i mean i like when they when you see on the on the screens like world record People went crazy and it's like, man, we're part of something important, you know, as as a fans today, but as a society. I mean, because it's it's a change of mind what's yeah. what we're living. So um, I am so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I felt the same way the whole time watching the match and the feelings before and after. I mean, it, it was really hard to not feel excited, happy, and all those feelings, and also to get emotional because. The thing is, you know, this is such a major movement, you know, and this is something, you know, for equal opportunity, equal sports, mm -hmm. you know, all this type of thing. And like just this this move, it didn't take much to do this. And it's a massive, massive reach. You know, mm -hmm. you had people, you know, especially in the United States talking about this with the women's players, you know, with the U.S. having a strong uh, female soccer federation in history. They have a hard time getting their league, you know, because it's the same thing, you know, it's no support. It's really difficult to get the, the best players. And if La Liga can be a pioneer in this, I think this will ultimately help them in better light and also just elevate their standing in all of Europe. So I think it's the the right step in the right direction. They're going to play another match in the Camp Nou because the semifinal is going to be in the Camp Nou as well. So that's exciting as well. Uh, Rock Uno uh, confirmed that last night, so that's that's another thing to look forward to. It's going to be mm -hmm. a tougher match as well because you know uh, they have the drawing and so forth. But obviously, it's the semifinals now, so it's going to be tougher. But let's talk quickly about the match because we do have some other things to talk about. But mm -hmm. uh, how many chip goals were there last night? I mean, my gosh, <laughs> there was like, I, yeah, yeah, there was three goals last night that were basically lofted goals, you know, and but like you said. Uh, Real Madrid came to play, and mm -hmm. man, uh, it doesn't matter if it's Real Madrid men or women, I still don't like to watch them play, you know? <laughs> I don't like the style. <laughs> it's so funny how that is, right? But I think, you know, the biggest the biggest takeaway for me from the match, just looking at the match as tactically and everything, was the ability of the Femini to level up when they mm -hmm. needed to, right? When they were down two to one, Aitana scores that goal and all of a sudden it was just focus and it was just three goals after that. It was just boom, 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 and then game over. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the ADN Barça, you know, like that DNA. And they are like, okay, we are winning, but we want more and we want more and we want more. So that's one of my favorite things about the girls that they have like these hunger you know like they 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 always want to score 
And I can imagine like on the half time talking, I was like, we need to, we need to, we need to do something because I mean, fans, when, when Real Madrid scored the second goal, were like screaming, like supporting even harder, like mosaic. People were like, now we're doing like the wave, like everything, like <laughs> what can we do? And, and they were like there on the, on the second half. So So yes, um, Alessia is just amazing. <laughs> I mean, they she's... know her, but but she's like no, no, no. She's else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's so, you know, at this when you reach this elite level, and she is the best of those elite players, and also the calmness that she has, you can just tell that she's always been that good. You know, like you can just see the way she's controlled. She already knows two seconds in front of her what's going to happen where she wants to play the ball like it's it's really quite impressive to watch her play really quickly on the last thing to tie this up with the match mm -hmm. you know they advance to the semis now and you know it's going to be a tough tough matchup but again mariana uh, i have to be also impressed with real madrid because basically real madrid didn't have a team two years ago you know i was, I was about to say that i mean yeah. they bought this deportivo tacon yeah, yeah and look what they have done so it, it's incredible that this girl can compete at this level <laughs> it is really incredible yeah it has it has to be said that the coach has done an amazing job in the last year and a half to elevate the team but also obviously getting resources and getting better players that also helps as well but i'm glad that real madrid has elevated this because now it's going to be a proper rivalry going forward because it'll take a couple more years for real madrid to catch up where barcelona is because barcelona has such a head start of what they've done but again it is exciting to have you know the two biggest clubs in the world to probably have going to the two best female you know teams in the world so that's really going to add something unique that not other clubs can say you know maybe chelsea can say they have a nice team uh, arsenal for example but like bayern doesn't really i mean yeah they do kind of but again it's it's one of those things that i think is really cool uh for these two teams to go forward so i think that's something exactly. to look at well mariana let's tie a bow on that so yes they will see who they they face uh they'll have the the drawing i think tomorrow i believe or soon I don't know about that, so I'm, I didn't check that. I should have checked. I'll check that when you talk next because, obviously, Mariana, we're coming back from international break. As yeah. we talked about, Italy didn't qualify. Colombia didn't qualify. And you know what that means. It's free agent rumor time. So uh, we have a question here from Carlos. He says, what are your thoughts on the signing of Kessie and Christensen? We did here in the Patreon community uh, a Kessie scouting report along with the movie. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me just tell you quickly my thoughts, and I'll let you kind of just – I want to hear your thoughts as well. I think Kessie's going to be a nice player for Barcelona. I think he's going to be like Keita was, mm -hmm. a player that's going to be strong defensively, who's going to come in second half of matches. But more importantly, I think he's going to help strengthen the midfield, right? That's what we're looking for. He doesn't have to be the best midfielder we've ever seen. He just needs to strengthen the midfield with those. So those are my, my first thoughts on Kessie. I think it's going to be a good sign. And obviously the price is right for him as well. Yes, actually, Busquets was in an interview yesterday, and he was like basically saying that that's done. So um, it, I think it's uh, good news. Like you, I, I think he's a player of the second half. You know, to me, it's not like a starter. And I think that he can help to 
improve. I don't know if that's the word that I'm looking for, but I, I think that he can he can support <laughs> and at the midfield. So to me, it's a it's a good signing. I mean, to me, I I understand the reasons why why they were interested in this player. Yeah, like you said, he's he's going to be a quality second half player to come okay. through that. And yeah, I think he's he from what I saw, you know, he, I don't think he has the the wow ability of like Pedri with the footwork, but yeah, 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 obviously. But for me, the physicality defending, like those are the things that we're looking for to just fit in another part of the lineup to give maybe Busquets some days off. What about Christensen? Obviously Christensen coming from Chelsea. So Christensen, he's a center back from Chelsea. What are your thoughts on him really quick? I think it's more important to sign a Rahu than to sign Christensen, but I understand if you can get both, that's a good deal as well. Um, of course, most important is to sign Araujo, but um, the thing is that this signing is getting a little bit more complicated than we all knew. What what we all hope, no? So, um, in a way, it's like they 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 need this plan B. So, uh, I really really hope that Araujo stays. Um, I'm gonna be really upset if he doesn't, but to me, he is like Christensen, it's like a plan B, you know. It's like if Araujo leaves, we have this player, and he's a good player, of course, he is, of course, he can do a lot from the team. But to me, Araujo, it's like superior, so superior, you know. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, and like we've been talking in the group, uh, Rahu still has one year left. So, yes, you really want to show him good faith to sign him now and to give him a increase in salary so that he's happy. But at the same time, Mariana, they still have some time. Obviously, you don't want it to wait till next season. I don't think that's good business. But at the same time, uh, it's still safe, right? So those are the things. The other signing is Rapinha from Leeds. Uh, that's not completely done because they have to wait to see if Leeds will get relegated or not because I will – Decide mm-hmm. on the price. Uh, this one does not excite me at all. Um, I don't. Yeah. I, nah, it's just like, like you said, it's not sexy. <laughs> it's not that it's not sexy, but I get more excited about La Liga youth players than mm. someone coming from here and a Brazilian. Like I don't. To me, I don't. I don't know if that's what we need particularly. And plus, I don't know. I, Brazilians, Rapinha. I don't. There's something about his name that just doesn't do it for me too. So there's a, there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot you of things. Not, you are not into Brazilian players, you know. I'm not. I'm not. You, you are know what still it is? not into Brazilian players. Yeah. Did you see the video? I don't know if you saw this during the break, but did you see the video of Neymar? Oh yeah. Uh, talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was uh, talking smack to uh, Casemiro. He said. Uh, what happened the other the other day for nothing? And Casemiro was like, "This is the national team. We don't talk about the club like this." And I said, "My God, Brazilians! Oh my gosh, they just you know, they're just having fun. They're just having fun, Mariana." So I don't know. I, Rapinha doesn't 
really excite me that much. I still have to see more. Uh, I'll, I'll do a scouting report on him uh, this coming week. So maybe doing that might get me a little bit more excited. But I don't know. I, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I think he he has some interesting things, and maybe if Xavi see something's important in him, maybe he Xavi can do wonderful things. I mean, we we. We was we talk about Aubameyang or Adama, and we have no idea they were gonna end up that way in in a positive way. So who knows? But yes, today I'm not like excited about this signing. Yeah, yeah. The other thing too is really quick. We have a question from Kathy again, just talking about we've seen all the chatter about who's coming potentially coming or who some dream of coming to Barca. Who do we really realistically expect to leave to make for any potential new signing? I mean, this is the thing. I know in our group that we are, in the Patreon group, we are pretty realistic as a group for the most part and obviously outside of Twitter, Barca Twitter. But again, I would have the lowest expectations right now just because of the price. Obviously, the biggest thing here, as you've seen in the news every day, is the Holland versus Mbappe. There's always something new yes. in the news about both of those. Again, I don't think we're going to be able to get either of those because Barca's budget is completely out of control with what we had to endure. So I don't know if both of those players are even a possibility. I think it has to be something incredible. But again, I think... Getting a Rapinha, like that type of player, that's where Barcelona has to find these these diamonds in the rough, right? They have to go to Leeds, for example, right, to get some player like this. Kessi, who's on Milan, you know, these players that aren't world stars and try to get them at a good price. Because, again, as we've seen, Mariana, it's about the collective team playing better because of good coaching and good, you know, they're good players, but they're not superstars, right? Exactly. And I think that's the attitude we have to have for the next two seasons going forward until we get out of this this financials. Do you have any other uh, rumors that you've heard about with free agents or anything else you want to add no, to this? No, I mean, people are really excited because, like you said, it's all about Holland or Mbappé, and people are, are like saying if Barca signs this CUBC, they can afford him. Um, I'm not so sure about it. And even Laporta was like, we cannot talk about that. You know, I don't know if you heard this interview and it was like, if, if any, like, they were like, Haaland or Mbappé was like, well, whatever they want, whenever they want to, ever wants to be here because they're going to need to do some really <laughs> effort, you know, this, they're going to to sacrifice money if they want to be here. So... Yes, to me, yeah. this Holland thing, uh, to me, it's not, at this moment, it's not possible, but it's just, it's just like, I even feel ridiculous talking about Holland, you know? <laughs> no, no, they have to, they have to come up with the most creative yeah, contract yeah, yeah. of all time, right? Like, that's what they have to do. They have to come up with the most creative contract of all time to do this, like maybe give him naming rights and all these different things. But who knows what's going to happen? Before we get into the upcoming matches and close off the episode, we just have one last question from Carlos. He says, has there been anything tactically you noticed that Xavi has done that has managed to turn Aubameyang into Romario? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Uh... Good question. It's a, it's a really good question. <laughs> I mean, of course, Xavi's doing wonderful things with Auba and with Adama. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not sure how 
he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I cannot say I don't have like a theory exactly, but um, but he is incredible. What Obama Young is doing, the way he's scoring, the way he's like equals to all. I don't know if you can predict something that Xavi is doing for for that. I mean, I think it's two things. I think Obama Yang still has, you know, gas in the tank that we didn't think he had. That's the yeah, first thing. Definitely. The, yeah. the second thing, too, is uh, as I talked with Craig about this after the Classico, this is the first time that you are seeing balance, on real balance, on both sides of the field and also unpredictability of going direct, right? Because before they were always going middle and possessing and really waiting for the perfect goal. And now Aubameyang is getting a lot of chances through crossing and different things like this. And so when you are as a center forward and you are just getting opportunities, you love that because then you don't have this pressure that you're never going to see the ball again, right? As opposed to a forward that plays, let's say, in the Premier League on a really bad team, they may only get one or two chances the whole 90 minutes. And that's really difficult because they're not at an elite level where they can convert but with Aubameyang, he's getting really nice service, you know, whether it be from the air, corner kicks. The, and he's just finding his... So more, to you, it's more of the t entire team, not only... Yeah, 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 for sure. It's not, it's not about him, it's about the team. Mm -hmm. No, no, for sure. And the other thing, too, is what Xavi has done is just had them go left and right. And that's what I've been clamoring to use the right more. And obviously with Dembele and Adama, they're getting that exploited you know now you know real madrid i mean just looked at nacho on the classico he got used because he didn't know that they were going to use the right side that much he was trying to go center and we surprised him so those are things that are looking forward to i mean obviously with Yang scoring streak right now with the goals that he's scoring it's really hard not to get excited about the future matches now we have some uh, upcoming tough matches starting with sunday night yeah Sevilla, Sevilla. <laughs> I think, I think Barcelona is going to win. I am really like ninety nine percent sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is it's gonna be a decam. No, um, Barcelona is the in is a great moment i mean after the classico after the goleada the club is feeling different so oof and the and the motivation because it's sevilla it's like we are right there so so to me it's going to be a wonderful night on sunday plus you get to see your favorite coach Lopetegui. <laughs> well, he, he's not my favorite coach, but he, um, but yes, I, I, I like him. But um, we must say, well, I must say that things are not working from him, for, for him <laughs> lately. So, so well, to me, to me, Sevilla is going to continue to to be in this negative dynamic you know to me they're they're gonna go downstairs <laughs> yeah i mean they're dealing with a lot of injuries right now so that's part of the problem their depth isn't as good as it was at the beginning of the i just you know lately when i've been noticing lopetegui too because they love showing him on television here 
the amount of times he argues with the referees just drives me crazy. Like, just move on, man. Like, they never change the call, so move on. Like, sure you can, yeah, sure you can argue with them and whatever. But like, what's the what's let what's it go? The, <laughs> yeah, he just, he just you know ever since what he did to span Spanish national team and to my World Cup dreams that season. I can never forgive him. So, you know, I wish he would have stayed at Real Madrid longer because he was terrible there. And I would have loved for him to lose more games. But whatever. He, I just don't get his coaching. But whatever. Uh, as you said, Sevilla are 57 points right now. Barca 54. So this is a huge match. It's at the Camp Nou. Like you said, you feel 99%. I feel 78% just because of after the break. It's really difficult to arrancar otra vez, right? To come well, back it's going to be difficult Well, for them as well. I know, I know, so I know. But, it's like you know, yeah. I know, I know. But I just think also just the expectations, you know. I think maybe one of the – I think Putelius needs to come and talk to the team before the match <laughs> to give them a pep talk, right, to, to do that. Uh, and then also followed up is Europa League. They're going to play in Frankfurt. So it's, again, Thursday nights, Sunday yeah. nights, you know, and they're going to Frankfurt first on the 7th of They April. are airports there. <laughs> there are airports there, which is good. And it's, it's also like a short flight. Yeah. And it's a short flight. It's yeah. a short flight. So, so that's the other thing. And so those are pretty much it. So obviously a big match on Sunday night. And really quickly before we end the episode, we are counting down to Barcelona weekend. Yay! And... I have a little bit of noticias for you to end on the season. Uh, our food and beverage master, Kim. Yeah. I think he's coming. <gasps> so, because he texted me, he texted me the other night and he said, we should do a dinner for the oh. patrons. And I said, tell me more, Kim, tell me tell more. Me more. <laughs> <laughs> nice, so nice. So, uh, so I'm we're, we're excited st- about this. So I yes, really- we are still we are still planning all these things. Uh, I may need a bar suggestion for you from you, yes, maybe. I know. Like I this. know we'll I be know. talking about this, but again, it's going to be a lot of fun because uh, it's going to be an opportunity for us to meet in person to just hang out. I have other. Uh, influencers coming i have other journalists coming and it'll just be a way just to meet and greet and just hang out with barca people and just people who work in football you know i think it's going to be really cool to do that in barcelona uh with people who speak english especially people who are coming from outside of spain to do this so i think it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm i'm like i told you i have everything booked and looking forward to it so i'm really excited obviously we get to hang out again we've only met you know a couple of times, one time. We only met one time in person. I feel like I know you more because totally, because of, uh, <laughs> totally. Because of you know how we talk on WhatsApp and how we are here, and so you know it's we're virtually friends, right? I mean, I feel we like are, that's we're it. Definitely <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> well, Mariana, uh, are you going to the match on Sunday? Yes, I'm gonna oh, be nice. there. Yes, yes, nice. yes. Nice. Uh, and if you want to follow Mariana's um, time. I don't even say that in English right now. I'm totally in a stump right now. If you want to follow her uh, chronica, her chronicle. Ah, oh, my exactly. God. Let me do that again. Yeah. Let me let me do that again. If you want to follow her match day chronicle, you can follow her at Conexión Deportiva. Obviously, it's in Spanish, but it's lively. It's it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> exactly. It's lively. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's lively. So, Mariana, thanks for sharing your awesome experience yesterday at the, at the Camp Nou with the Femini. And we will talk next week. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Adeu.
Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.